Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 220 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. Tonight, hidden two-player mode found! Exclamation point. <laughs> Mega Man Battle and Fighters available for, for available for Switch? Question mark. New Fatal Fury? Question mark. We got a lot of question marks in this one. NT Creates announces Grim Guardians. What the hell is that? Uh, look who's on deck? Question mark. Brain just overload me. And last but not least, Splatoon 3 Direct. There was one, what, today? Yeah, question mark? Question mark. We have the news from the Splatoon 3. <laughs> Splatoon 3, question mark, direct, question mark. I'm, of course, one of your hosts, Richard Bergman, joined tonight by newsmaster and co-host Brant McKee. What's up? And lore master and co-host Cesar Concepcion the second. Hello. Oh, page master, my bad. Mm-hmm. I forgot you got a promotion, Cesar. Demotion. If you hadn't petitioned HR to move you up to page master from lore master, I wouldn't have gotten my introductions wrong. Get it right, man. You accept both roles, though, right? You're still feeling. We haven't we haven't found someone to take your old position, so. Unfortunately, you're getting a slight pay increase to do both jobs still. No, that's fair. That's how it usually goes, right? It's mm-hmm. <laughs> the traditional, that's the way of things. It's the normal order. I wish my chat would work. But if you guys are watching it, then I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm good with it. All right, let's get into the news. There was a hidden two-player mode found. Found in what? This comes from The Verge. Super Punch-Out has a hidden two-player mode, and you can try it out on the Switch. Has anyone done this yet? No, I haven't yet. Very, very cool. Uh, Jay Peters from The Verge notes, this is the new mode. This new mode was discovered nearly three decades after the game's release. Here's what you gotta do. The new two-player mode and a fight select screen were revealed by the Twitter account Unlisted Cheats in a thread on Monday. To activate them, you'll need to have two controllers hooked up to your console of choice. On Switch, I got them to work with a Pro Controller as Player 1 and two Joy-Cons. <laughs> you monster. Acting as one controller as Player 2. First, on the title screen, hold down Y and R with the Player 2 controller. And on the Player 1 controller, press A or Start. On the Switch's Pro Controller, I got this to work. J. Peters, that is. By pressing the plus button. This opens up the Fight Select screen, which lets you jump to a bout of your choosing. This is wild news. How has this never been out yeah. before? This is wild. I'm glad you put this in here, Brant. Next, you can activate the two-player mode. Highlight the fighter you or a friend might want to play as, and then hold down B and Y at the same time on the Player 2 controller, followed by A or Start on the Player 1 controller. I again use the plus button on my Pro Controller, says Jay Peters. Uh, At the pre-fight screen, keep holding down B and Y on Player 2 controller and have Player 1 press Start to get through it. The fight will start up, and the Player 2 controller should be able to control the fighter you selected previously. According to IGN senior editor and host of the Acts of the Blood God RPG podcast, highly recommend, Cat Bailey, the player two character, can do special moves too. So if you're taking on a friend, you might want to stay on your toes. That is insane. I cannot believe this has been discovered after all this time. And that it was not released in some sort of tips and tricks or... yeah. Game facts or something like this was totally unknown. That is mind boggling. There's somebody I saw people speculating um, that it could have been maybe something the developers had early on in the game to test out um, 
character's moves and, and special moves and things like that just to make As sure like there weren't any bugs. Thing. Yeah, right, right. And that it just got left in. So and that yeah, could be they why... Wouldn't even, they wouldn't even test it afterwards? Like, hey, we knew know. we did this. No one on that team tried that out afterwards? I don't know. Uh, strangely, this is one of the first Super Nintendo games that I had, uh, like, personal interaction with. My cousin had this, and... Like we didn't we didn't have a Super Nintendo when it was out or new, so this was one of those like de facto Super Nintendo games to me. So when I finally got one, this was one of the games I had to have. Uh, you know, naturally being a Punch Out fan too, but Super Punch Out still holds up as a very good game, and this just adds even more to it. I think we should try this out maybe on a stream. Be pretty wild, right? Yeah. Fight against each other. Somebody's Glass Joe. Who wants to be Glass Joe or Gabby Joe? Which one? Which one has Gabby Joe? Which one has Glass Joe? I think Glass Joe's in the OG. Yeah. Don Don Flamenco. Soto Popinski. Makes you wonder sometimes. It's like like they said, it's nearly thirty years ago. How many other hidden secrets are in? You know, is this is this going to cause some developers of those games like? We had something like that in our game, but nobody knows about it. Will anybody go back and look and see if there's something crazy like this in there? Who knows? I it's love cool. when stuff like this gets found out, though. It's, oh, yeah. It's, 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 pretty, it's pretty cool. It's I mean, 20-some, 20, 20 I think we're like 28 or, or something like that years later. 20 years. So the grandma that never got to see Dragon uh, Dragon Quest Six also never got to see the two-player mode on Super Punch-Out. I always think about the Dragon Quest grandma. Mm-hmm. The one that was petitioning uh, Nintendo Power for Dragon Quest Six, and they wouldn't give it to her. All right, I got morbid. Moving along. That was a good-ass story, Brant. Great find. <laughs> Great job discovering the two-player mode in Super <laughs> Punch-Out, Brant. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Now do Star Fox. Brant, now do Star Fox. <laughs> It runs it, it splits the frame rate, so each player runs at 7.5 frames per second oh. on Star Fox. <laughs> uh, this comes from Gamatsu. Guess who wrote this story for Gamatsu? The Two Sour guesses. Mono? Two guesses. The first one doesn't count. Brand is right. It is Sour Mono. SNK developed Mega Man Battle and Fighters, now available for the Switch. Uh, this includes the Neo Geo Pocket Color versions of Mega Man The Power Battle. I'm not familiar with that game. SNK has released Mega Man Battle and Fighters for Switch. That's not like Pokemon Red and Blue, right? It's one. It's one uh, title. I think Mega it's Man. two different. It's two different games, I believe. Mega Man Battle and Fighters for Switch via Nintendo eShop for $7.99, which includes 8-bit demakes of Mega Man: The Power Battle and Mega Man 2: The Power Fighters. Okay, so it's two separate games in one SKU now. So like Mario All Stars, but not three games, but two. Mega Man Battle and Fighters was originally released for Neo Geo Pocket Color on July 6th, 2000 in Japan. Uh, do we need to read the overview? Does anybody know anything about these titles? Uh, not much. I mean, th- this was also released um, in tandem with another announcement that they're going to be doing that. Another yes, uh, Neo, Neo Geo, Geo Pocket Color collection. Yeah, Volume 2. But that was just kind of an announcement of an announcement. Like, they... There's no information on that. That's why I didn't really add it here. I'm watching this video real quick. See what it looks like. I mean, it looks pretty pretty good. Um, it's great that we're getting a lot of these Neo Geo Pocket games because yeah. 
I mean, the Neo Geo Pocket. I mean, it had it, it was a really good handheld, but it just wasn't as popular as something like a Game Boy. So, I mean, a lot of those yeah. a lot of those games are kind of lost on that hardware and kind of lost to time. So, it's always great that we get get collections and and different releases of these that way everybody can have access to them. Is this just a like an arena fighter with the bosses, like a boss rush mode? Um, Set on collect yeah. all thirty six types of character data and fill up your personal database. Hmm. Because it definitely yep. looks like eight bit Mega Man. Yeah. But a little bit nicer than like NES sprites and. Even one of the descriptions is get straight to the action <laughs> as you take on boss characters from Mega Man games. One I'm looking through at this, seven. I'm looking the, at this product only contains the Japanese version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Which is all there was, right? Yeah, it's um it's pretty expensive on the Neo Geo Pocket Color. Oof. Get a complete one. And then um And we're getting both of them for eight bucks. <laughs> yeah. How great you, is that? You can get them the now. PS, for even bucks. the PS2 one's pretty expensive. It's almost two hundred bucks for the PS2 one. Um they ported it to PS2 or it was part of a collection, like a Neo Geo collection. It was just those two games on PS2. It's uh they're arcade builds. They're on that Capcom's that Capcom Arcade Stadia 2. Both of those games are on that too. Okay. There's an arcade version. So the Neo Geo got it ever. The Neo Geo version is like a special portable one. Yes, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I looked at it a couple years back. They were like it was like 150. And I just looked it up now. There's it's like three hundred dollars now. For the Neo Geo Pocket. Oh shit. Ooh. I think you and I transitioned together though from the Game Gear hunt to the Neo Geo Pocket Color hunt. I think we started collecting a couple things. I got some of the essentials for the Neo Geo Pocket Color while they were still somewhat affordable. This is not one I looked into though. I didn't even know this one is an import game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I played a little bit of it. Uh the first time I played it was uh I bought the one on Switch. The first time I played it was in that arcade, uh, the Capcom second arcade. It's already out on that second arcade one. Mm-hmm. Are, did they del- release everything for that collection yeah. already, or are they slowly doing it? It's done. It's all done. They just it's already done. You don't want to pay the forty bucks up front. So, but you can still get them piecemeal the packs like you could the first I think it's one. Like pack of seven or eight. I can't remember what it was at certain prices. Okay. I just end up usually I just buy the whole thing. Yeah, it's fun how they're doing that though. If you don't want that entire collection, you can just get pieces of that. And they usually launch the new collection by giving you like one or two free games, right? Didn't we get Street Fighter for one of them? Street Fighter was free on the first one. I don't remember what the free one was on the second one. One of them was uh, like Midway 1942 or something. That's the one Russell and I played a little bit of. Uh, I could look it up, but if you look inside that uh, that Capcom fighting collection we got, they gave us like the free voucher to download the free game for the second one, but it wasn't available until the game was out. So, Gotcha. I forgot what the one was. I, I remember because like, my Switch copy had like three flyers in there. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, I game three times. Because like, it only had one on the PS4 one. So Go get it here. Go get it here. Go get it here. Next up, uh, this comes from VideoGamesChronicle.com uh, and Chris Scullion. The first new Fatal Fury in 23 years has been announced. SNK. This is an SNK episode, right? Oh, yeah. We'll just call it the SNK episode. We just had Evo, so it's a lot of fighting games. Yep, that's true. Uh, The uh, SNK has revealed the first artwork from the new fighting game, the Fatal Fury series, which stars Terry Bogart as the lead protagonist, hasn't seen a new entry in 23 years. 
So we had a promotion at one point when I was at EB where we gave away the Fatal Fury Terry Bogard hat. What would that have been yeah. for? Some Xbox collection or something? Cesar, did you end up with one of those? Uh, I, The only one that I got that came with a hat was the their, their Gal Fighter one, which came out on Switch and PS4. Do you remember this, though? Do you remember me having those in the store? Yes. It said Fatal Fury. It had to be like a PS2 or an Xbox collection, right? Because it wasn't a new title. 23 uh, years. I wasn't working at retail. They came out with a lot of those collections on Xbox. It came out with all those collections on PS2, so there's no... All right, I got to look this up. Can someone else do this story? Because <laughs> I got I to gotta look this up. I mean, it legit just says that a new Fatal Fury Garu has been greenlit. That's it. Something yeah, else I mean, was announced, too, right? Yeah, I, did, I didn't put it in here because, again, it was kind of an announcement uh, or a tease to an announcement. It's not a full-fledged mm-hmm. thing. They also um, somewhat teased, I guess, teased a new uh, Tekken game where they had um, the old PS1-style graphics of uh, Kazuya uh, carrying uh, Heihachi to the cliff and dropping him off. And then as he like as he turns to the camera, it switches to like uh, the the newer style uh, like Tekken Seven graphics and his, his with him with that grin and it just said get ready or something. So yeah, it's yeah some, seems because it was like Twitter, a PS One FMV first, right? Yeah. yeah. Somebody yeah. on Twitter was like, "Is it Tekken Get Ready or is it Tekken Eight? Which one?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't they don't know if, on what the next Tekken game was. Nobody knows if it's going to be an eight or if it's like a reboot of the series or what the hell's going on here. When when a beat seven sevens is done, that the Mishima story is done. There's yeah. nothing left for them to do. So it would either be a remake if they're going that route with one or reboot. So it's done. The story's done. I mean, there ain't nothing else they can do with it at this point. I just leave it at that. So. I don't know. I can't find anything on my search right offhand. I know there was some game that came out for PS2 or X. It had to be PS2 or Xbox, right? Or GameCube. It came out in that era that was a collection of those. I don't too many SNK fighters on GameCube. Yeah, I don't think there was anything. There were on not GameCube. any. Oh, Fury no. PS2. What was Battle Archives? Did we, we did we get that? We did on PS2 the, and then the US. PS, it was PS2 on PS4. Maybe it was that one. I just don't remember selling that game. Well, I guess while you're still looking, I'll go into uh, the yeah, shit go out of town because this the, is eating the, me alive right now. The game I put in here, like just because it's totally my fucking thing. Uh, <laughs> Brent's Brent's injecting his own. Uh, bias into the news. <laughs> so this is Brant's news now. <laughs> uh, again from Gimatsu uh, Sal Romano. Uh, I saw this uh, actually over the weekend. I guess this this article was written August fourth, so I didn't see it till a few days ago. But Inti Creates has announced a new side-scrolling action platform. Uh, former Grim Guardians Demon Purge. And that will be released on PlayStation 4 or 5, Xbox, uh, both one and series consoles, Switch and PC via Steam. Mm. Uh, no announcement date yet. Um, they later showed it off at, trying to look, the Bit Summit X Roads or Crossroads held at uh, Kyoto. 
Miyoko's mess hall uh, on August 6th and 7th. Uh, I saw a little bit of that because they have like a 16-minute gameplay of the game um, that you can you can watch. Uh, and it's it's definitely that Metroidvania. Uh, Metroidvania Brent, you don't vibes. Like no, I hate those, obviously. So, <laughs> Grim Guardian Demon's Purge, Demon Purge, uh, centers around two demon hunters who return to their school after uh, a mission, only to find a demonic castle where it once stood. Players can, <laughs> players can it, go the other way. The Galgun storyline. I know, right? Uh, players control both the demon hunting sisters. Uh, in a 2D side-scrolling action game, players must master each of the sisters' unique abilities and attributes to overcome the challenging stages with bosses awaiting their arrival. Uh, they'll also be able to find new routes through uh, each stages using two characters' uh, abilities uh, That's keep to keep the, the play th- uh, playthroughs fresh. Um... Like Richard said something earlier, I think that was pre-show, but this actually has a uh, two-player co-op feature. Um, And they have, I guess, a bunch of different difficulty options, uh, as well as it sounds as if it's going to be um, kind of somewhat randomly generated, because it says unique changes uh on repeat plays so i'm guessing there's there's some different variants uh variances and and things you can come across as multiple plays um and then it just goes over a little bit of the characters so you have uh the long ranged uh focused character she more uses a gun uh shinobu uh kimizono and her sister is Maya Kimizono, and she's the close-range brawler. So you'll use both of those and combine their play styles. It looks pretty damn good. Antikoreats has a good track record, right? They oh, yeah. Do a lot of homage. Or were they the ones that did the Gunvolt mm-hmm. games? Is that them? Yes. The, yeah. Okay. And they they just did the uh, the Blaster Master. Um, That's right. Blaster Master ones. Zero and mm-hmm. Zero Two. They zero the, Three. They, they were the former team that used to, uh, they did the Mega Man Zero games for Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Good squad. They've been doing Mega Man game. They were the original Mega Man X team, so they just broke off of Capcom and formed their own studio. They've been doing Mega Man for a long time. So. Inti creates good uh, backgrounds here. Interesting yeah. to see them do. Did they do the Zero games, Cesar? The GBA and DS ones that we got the collection of? Yeah. Okay. So they know how to do a uh, Brantavania type game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they did the, the 2D Bloodstain for Brant already, so. Yes. <laughs> they did it already for Brant. Mm-hmm. And Brant, we know from last episode that he has a sway on developers, so Brant made it happen that they would yeah. end up doing a, a Brantvania. We get more Vanias than Metroids now at this point, right? Uh, well, I mean, when do we start calling? Them? Technically, we get more Metroids than Vania. I mean, there hasn't been a new Vania in quite a while. 
unless it's a pachinko machine. Or I'm going to say, game. but we got the Advance Collection. We got the... Okay, okay. We got the Castlevania Collection. We got Bloodstained, which is more Vania than Metroid, right? Yeah. We've gotten one Metroid. And that had Ica behind it, so... Yeah. Creator. So maybe it's more of a Castleoid than Metroidvania at this point. Yeah. Castlevanioid genre. Castlevanioid. <laughs> Does that work? Instead of... <laughs> Metroid it sounds Vania. like a Castlevania hemorrhoid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dracula, after all those years, you know, nothing's it's not open and flowing like it used to be. <laughs> hey, man, you you'll find out, Brant, you're still a young buck. You'll find out when you get older, things don't behave like they're supposed to. Cesar's older than us. So imagine <laughs> Dracula's age. It gets worse and worse and worse. <laughs> and now I just imagine Dracula sitting on the throne and throwing the little glass of wine. What is a man? A miserable little pile of hemorrhoids. Why do you think he was so upset? <laughs> Why do you think he was so mad? He just barely eased down on that throne. He had one of those like blow up uh, cushion pillow things. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down. On. He was a pissed off Dracula. And then Richter just comes into the castle and starts yelling at him. Damn Richter. Richter Belmont. All right. Look forward to Grim Guardians Demon Purge. No release date, huh? It says. No, nothing yet. This looks like something we'd get a demo of, right? Like, here's the opening area. Play this first three or four panels. That'd be cool. Uh, I'd hope so. Panels? Do people call them panels? Panels? Yeah. I've never heard of that in a minute. Boards? Brand, are you familiar with the term boards? No, you got me there. We moved on to the next board. Cesar, you know that one? Or we unlocked a new board? Board, map, (laughs) level. It's all like a... We're talking about cardboard? Sure. (laughs) With an E. (laughs) Uh, If you're ever playing Halo Infinite and you run up against cardboard and the E in cardboard (laughs) has a three, (laughs) block them and leave the game. (laughs) They're not fun. Forever spawn killed. Next up, Cesar, you want to grab this one? You got the news up? Uh, No, I'm having issues right now, so please uh, proceed. This comes from Video Game Chronicle. Video Games. I always want to make it Video Game Chronicle. VideoGamesChronicle.com. And Tom Ivan. I think we've read some Tom Ivan stories here and there. Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered, Remastered is Steam Deck verified. The game will be released for PC on August 12th. I think today, as of this recording, the tent, there was a bunch of uh, previews and reviews released, right? Yeah. Was that today or yesterday? Wasn't it that it might have been today that you could start preloading? Not sure. I think, uh, yeah, I think it was today you could start preloading. Yeah. So uh, it is Steam Deck verified, uh, which means it's kind of tailored for like a build of it for the Steam Deck is what my familiarity with that is. When it is Steam Deck verified, it means... It has that little green mark next to it. It is guaranteed to work perfect or pretty close to perfectly on Steam Deck. It's already got yeah. the integrated controls and everything. You don't have to go in there and do anything extra. Cause Which is really Cesar, cool knowing that you can just tailor-made mm-hmm. play those experiences. Go ahead, Brian. Cesar, Cesar is our resident Steam Deck expert, and he told he's us our, before that there's... our Steam Decker. 
there's yep. there's three different versions of games. There's either the ones that are deck verified. There's the ones that have like the little yellow symbol that like they can run on there, but they they're not going to be, you know, the best experience. And then the ones that yep. are just like, no, you, this ain't fucking working. Nope. Don't try it. Don't even Depends. go there. Uh, the ones that are compatibility issues, you have to pull up the notes. And sometimes it'll like, it require a keyboard and you can bring up the unscreen keyboard and get past that point. Uh, it requires extra steps that are not user friendly and require some additional tech. Tom stuff, Uh I got stuff that's not supposed to run on there to run on there just fine because I download. Uh, and you read about that more often than not, right? It seems like a lot more stuff will work for that that's not verified you just gotta go to the linux side download a it's like a windows emulator pack install it and then from there you can force run a lot of games that won't run on there so and then works fine after that so i kind of wish you're the expert that's ours the steam decker uh i kind of wish the platform holders would do that i know there's no difference in nintendo hardware at this point but it it would be nice if microsoft was like uh, it might run on Xbox One. Uh, Xbox One X will be okay, but Series S and X, you're good to go. They're going to be great. Or like, uh, you know, Sony say, the new God of War is okay on PS4. It's it's not the ideal experience. It will run. PS4 Pro, you're going to have a good experience. PS5, that's the way to go. You want to play it on PS5. You know, it would be nice to mm. see sort of a scale outside of a digital foundry or somebody getting a hold of this and kind of breaking it down as far as where the ideal scenario to play that is. But this is a, this is the next one in a long run of these PlayStation PC titles. That's not just deck verified, but like a good PC port, right? Yeah. Cause horizon was kind of had a bumpy start, but now I think that's a, that's a great PC title from what I hear. God of wars in the same boat. And now Spider-Man. This is just the regular Spider-Man remastered, right? No Miles Morales or anything. Uh, no, later, later in the this year, yeah, later in the article, it does note that it's coming later this year. Okay, Miles Morales is coming as well. And uh, as much as people, people, I don't even like covering this stuff because it's not even worth mentioning half the time. But the internet, the various people on Twitter, will sometimes be the loudest voices for some reason. My game, my game. Yeah. <laughs> why, why are they putting it on something else? And it's the number one uh, pre-order on yeah. on Steam right now. So there are tons of people wanting to play this game. And probably a lot of people double and triple dipping on this title. Where, wanting to play it on a portable. Because yeah. Sony does not have a portable right now. It's great. You played the game. You enjoyed the game. Guess what? Now other people can play and enjoy the game. Isn't that awesome? And then you can talk with those real friends that you have about how great the game is that you shared on your multiple platforms. Yes. Was. And guess what? The person that made that game, they're they're getting profit, revenue to be able to support and make more games that you they'll can make, enjoy and love. They'll make another one of the things yeah. you want on the thing you want because other people enjoyed it on something else that you may not have for some reason. Yes, important to note. Um, some people be shitty, man. What are these PC specs looking like? Oh, I could run Cesar. I could run Spider-Man Remastered on this gaming PC we have. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not very diverse. demanding. Do what? Pretty diverse. Yeah, on a good amount of machines. Yeah, that runs the gambit. I do believe because the Steam Deck is not this super high-powered machine, I do think it. 
I won't say lowered the bar because that that's always like a quality or a standard type barometer, right? But it lowered the barrier of entry maybe of some PC access or they, they it, it was more of a push to provide a lower, maybe akin to what the Xbox One or the Switch version of something would be at this time where it's like, okay, we'll have a version of that that makes it playable on these lower power devices versus, you know, someone who doesn't have a PS5 or Series X or um, super gaming PC, not just the Steam Deck. But maybe it, it provides a lower in barrier of entry uh, tech-wise and spec-wise than it normally would have been. I think that's a good thing. The more people that can, if you uh, were 220 episodes into this podcast, <laughs> I think from episode one we have maintained the more people who are able to play games, whether it be ports, um, cloud gaming, um, Xbox's adaptive controller, I think is what they call it, mm -hmm. uh, difficulty settings and titles, no matter how many options there are, that is better for gaming than ever before where more people can play games. So that is our 220th episode hot take. All right, Splatoon 3 Direct was today. I cannot cover this. I did not watch it. I will be learning alongside whoever takes this news article. I uh, And it's Bram McKee. Did not get to watch it live. It's uh, not Bram McKee. Cesar, tell us about oh, this Splatoon But I am, your <laughs> I am your Nintendo correspondent. Yeah, I didn't uh, watch it at all. I oh, did, are there some Animal Crossing skins for Splatoon 3? <laughs> I did wind up uh, watching it. Uh, I got the tail end of it, and then I watched uh, a little bit. All right, thank you, Brant, for doing tonight the before work. dinner, so we can cover after this. dinner. Yeah, I just I, I kind of recapped and watched everything. So, of course, they had a thirty-minute uh, Splatoon direct today. Um, the game comes out, I believe it's September 9th. I want to say, let me scroll down to the end here. Nine, yep, nine, September 90. is it coming? Nine nine ninety nine. September 9th, but you will be able to download a uh, demo for the from the Nintendo eShop starting August 18th. Certain parts of the demo will be playable August 25th, but the main demo event will be August 27th, 9 a.m. Uh, PT. That's 12. Uh, we get <laughs> so the, shafted. Is that 12, the Silent Hills demo? <laughs> uh, 12 p.m. Uh, ET, so... As as always here on the East Coast, we get shafted. Everything winds up happening at midnight. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm not I'm not staying up uh, to play for like an hour or two. Uh, of well, we said the West Coast is the better time zone. Is it though? Yeah, because I don't have to stay up fucking late and do bullshit. <laughs> it definitely is. I didn't say West Coast is better than East Coast. I just said West Coast is the better time. Yeah. I would I would definitely prefer nine o'clock at night to fucking midnight. Yep, absolutely. To to play Agreed. a Splatoon demo or they've done that a lot because the the Mario Strikers demo was was the exact same thing and whatever something was before that and they did the exact same thing. It's the every time they roll out these these demos and they was only it, have was it the Switch Sports had the time trial yes. things like the certain times for bowling and all that. And it all every time it's yep. it's nine o'clock at night for um, for West Coast and then twelve uh, midnight for us. So, oh, but let's go over some of the things they went over in the Splatoon Direct. Uh, of course, Salmon they, Run. 
they talked about um which we've heard a lot about the the, the story mode return of the mammalians uh improved turf war gameplay the return of uh salmon run as well um new and returning battling stages they showed off um a handful of of stages from the last two splatoons that are going to be in there uh a total of 12 stages await us at launch um so i'm sure they'll they might show a couple more but they'll probably just wait until uh launch to actually have any of any of that out there right um is this their we said september is this their next big title yeah that's that's the next is there, lineup. Is there nothing between here and there? The we got the demo event in what two weeks? Yeah, there's there's nothing big. I mean, unless they drop something in between, like a um, indie title or something. I mean, th- this is uh, Splatoon is is the is the big thing on there. Yeah, I mean, on Metroid Prime is, is Bayonetta in October and nothing in November and December so far. So, yep, still time to go with that one. Metroid Prime. Give it to us. Uh, I, I, I hope they don't give a shit. We got too much games coming out November, December. <laughs> yeah, I've got a backlog. I've got all three Metroid Prime games in my backlog. I don't need Death Space some. twice, once in December and once in January. <laughs> Dead Space and Dead Space Four. <laughs> yeah. They uh, they announced or, or showed off uh, your three this this trio. That live in Splatsville that will now curate the Splatfest. And they were trilogy, but a trio. Yeah. Is it Huey, Dewey, and Louie? No, it's uh Name a better trio, aren't there's we? Two two inklings and a giant uh ray. Um Metal Gear Ray. Metal Gear Ray. Metal Gear. Uh, Brant, did you abandon your Metal Gear playthrough? At the moment I have. I need to I played Ground Zeroes and then I need to Get you were headed to two. Pain. You were headed to two. I thought. Oh no, you're no. still in the, you're still in the naked snake stuff. Yep. Um, but yes, they they showed off that that Splatfests are now rather than um, two teams, you there will actually be three teams competing all against each other at the same time. Um, showed off a little bit of turf battles, some of the new weapons like the um. Uh, the the bow weapon. There's a new, I forgot what they called it. Splat. Yeah, there it is. Splatana wiper. It looks like a like a car wiper blade, but you use it almost like a like a sword, and you can charge it up and fling paint uh, at somebody okay. or or get close uh, close like to him and just slash. Yeah. Uh. New special weapons. They showed a f- uh, few different, <laughs> few different ones of those. Uh, the Tacticooler, which <laughs> is <laughs> this pop-up cooler that actually dispenses uh, short-term memory uh, <laughs> loss attribute <laughs> attribute boosts, like uh, maybe it sounds maybe like some sort of speed boost or something. Or... It sounds like a camouflaged uh, deer hunting <laughs> something you put up in your stand. <laughs> My I got cooler. I got my tactic cooler. I'm gonna. Go I dropped hunt. it in the leaves. I can't find it. With that uh, octo urine on your legs. 
Is that in Splatoon 3? Is, is that a weapon in Splatoon 3? You're going to attract all the enemies, Octo. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm suddenly interested in this game. <laughs> They uh, have they've renamed uh, the the ranked. Uh, I can't remember what they used to call the ranked matches, but now they call it Anarchy Battles. Um, oh. As well as they've they've got some new new things: Splat Zone, Tower Control, uh, Rainmaker, and Clam Blitz game modes. Um, Clam Blitz. That almost looks. Like, Salmon I won't say run. basketball or something like that. You col- yeah, you collect these clams and you have to score. Um, so it's it's just they're rotating, just different rotating battles. Um, they actually have some lobby features where you can have uh, your online friends appear as 3D holograms, uh, and it's actually easy to oh, to join your allies or drop in as an opponent uh, by forming a team playing. Uh, playing players can see what friends are up to uh, at any given moment. Weird. I mean, why wouldn't they just put on there, just start an Xbox party chat and <laughs> on your I phone was just, and just I was play. thinking. I was just thinking worse. Nintendo literally advertises online features as like Dreamcast online features. Is this K1 or uh, broadband? Both. I know. Find your friends online. Use use attachable keyboard to chat. See hologram of friend. It's like <laughs> what? What are these features? It's 2022. At that point, I'm I'm watching the the direct, and I'm like, why are you bragging about this? This yes, like, this sounds I've, this sounds exactly this. like what we want from Fantasy Star Online three, <laughs> not a card game for Dreamcast. I mean, uh, I don't want to be mean on anybody's job, but I mean, I guess whoever does the online gameplay for Nintendo is just like, I, I just got to phone this shit in. It's like they're just copy pasting. <laughs> and it's like, like, I don't have to really do anything here, guys, compared to what they do over their PlayStation and Microsoft land. So I, I will say, and this is just a brief side note. I talked last week about my kids starting to play Minecraft on Switch, right? And uh, Cesar, you were telling me about it's got to be a private server to chat and do all these kind of things. Mm-hmm. I have perfect peace of mind with her being online on a switch versus any other environment, right? Versus oh, being yeah. in a chat room with a Halo game or whatever people play online on PlayStation. I don't even know what it could be. Uh whatever those chat lobbies are, Resistance 3 maybe. But that that peace of mind of sure, you have to fight and claw and struggle to try to get any sort of semblance of normal online play with this platform. Uh, Nintendo has that pretty down pat. So I'm assuming most people will be using Discord or something like that for for Splatoon 3. Yeah, that's anything I've ever done on Nintendo Online. It was over Discord. Yep. Unless you, unless you play Same. Fortnite, then it just works. Then it just works, yeah, and they yeah. let Fortnite go to town. So that Cesar, thank you for mentioning that. I'm sure that'll come up sooner than later, and I'll have to <laughs> I'll have to keep that in mind. Uh, and that's that's actually one of the next things that they. <laughs> have on here was this the Splatnet 3 connected where they actually talk about how you can uh 
connect is it through that online app through again? the Nintendo's mm. Nintendo online app. I think it started with, with a Splatoon two. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was Splatoon two, and then it was uh, Me- uh Metroid. It was Mario Kart, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the only time I ever used it was Mario Kart. Because I only ever played Splatoon two local. We used Discord when we played Mario Kart together. So we used yeah. Discord. Yeah. Um, there was also. Your... Okay, go ahead, go ahead Brent. I was I was just gonna keep going with this where they also there's some kind of like some in-game card game uh in this splatoon 3 I, I don't remember what they called it that that's where i saw that portion of the direct and i said i'm never gonna play that in this game ever so like pso3 <laughs> so three um brand new amiibos of course they have to have amiibos uh with this going out uh, and then they say some some post-launch updates. Of course, they'll be they'll have like any Nintendo game uh, coming out lately. It's going to have some fun content afterward. Uh, and then they did announce that uh, the Splatoon three enter the Splatlands Invitational 2022 tournament uh, at uh, PAX West. On September 5th. They're going full in with that Borderlands type stuff, aren't they? Yep. Seems that like it, right? Pretty much it in a nutshell. Um, I figure that, you know, anybody that was on board for Splatoon 3 is already was already gung-ho about it. On that note, what is what is y'all's interest level? Because I, I was a day one Splatoon 2 person. I loved the first one. And outside of a couple turf wars, I was really sold on Salmon Run, and we just we didn't end up playing it. It was not fun. We, I mean, I'm sorry. The couple times we played it, we did not enjoy it, to my knowledge. And it was like, okay, that killed that whole game for me. What do you guys think? I don't know. Multiplayer is still fun. I mean, multiplayer is awesome. That's one of my, that was one of my favorite Wii U games. And uh, this turf war with the three different angles might be interesting. So it's true. Instead of one V one. Yeah. Brant's messing with his setup. I definitely, I played the shit out of it on Wii U. Um, not so much the switch one. I, I still don't even have Splatoon two. I need to, I need to grab it. But, (laughs) (laughs) but as for, as for Splatoon three, I think I'm probably, I think I'm probably gonna, gonna stream it. Okay. There goes light. The first one you're gonna stream. Oh my god, Brant, what is happening? <laughs> oh, for our audio people, Brant has a Splatoon hat on at this time. That is awesome. Yeah, he's I going think... for it. You you I... said you're gonna stream the first one on Wii U. Are the no, servers still up? I don't know. I'll probably I'll probably stream are? Splatoon three. I think so. When uh... battery's gonna cosplay as a Cantus, one of the two. <laughs> Cantus from Gears of War two. Uh, Incus. <laughs> Incus. Them guys are tough, man. They throw those smoke grenades and roll out of the way and res people. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to probably... try the demo. What was the news about the demo? Like, you just have to redeem it for a seven-day trial within eight days or something? It yeah. was something stupid. It wasn't an open and open and free seven-day trial. It had to be within, like, an eight- or ten-day window. What does that even mean? I don't know. If you download the demo, you then get the full game free for seven days, I think. But it's only from August 21st through 
28th or something. So I'm I'm doing the math. I'm like, wait a minute, that's that's the seventh yeah, that's day before the game officially comes out, right? Because it's like September or something, right? Uh, I'm turned around then. There's some sort of yeah. Did I get that wrong? It's in there somewhere. I thought there's a demo, but then you get full access to. Hold on, let me find it. I'm an idiot. It's Holy at it's at the very top of the article. Uh, did you not cover that, Brant? I did. Oh, the demo will be available to download via Nintendo eShop starting August 18th. 18th. Certain parts of the demo will be playable on August 25th, but the main demo event will begin on August 27th and run until... No, there's one more bit of info. It's not in here. Damn it, Sal. You left us alone. You left us high and dry. Uh, Post-launch updates. Invitational tournaments. Yeah, he's missing something unless I totally read it wrong. Maybe that is the demo. Sure. Let's say I have no seven day demo talking about, sir. No, that may be it. I might have read it wrong. I'm sorry, Sal. I apologize. But you have to be. He had his finger over the block button. He he (laughs) he was ready to block a little bit. He was like, oh, oh, oh." don't doubt me. I'm Sal Romano. I'm the only writer for bitch Unless you create another Twitter account. But you have to be a Nintendo Switch Online member, correct, for that? I didn't watch that. I'm not sure. I don't, yes, I don't know if you have to I be. do remember seeing that in the same article that I'm also misquoting at some point. <laughs> oh, the seven-day demo is a real thing. Why am I making this up? All I know is me and my Splatoon hat will be, th- will be there to get I'm down, Brant. Let's watch one of your streams. All right, so are we going to do... Where are we at to? Where are we up to? Why does it say we've only been live for 19 minutes? It's not right. I got 58 on my end. I hope so. That's what I see. I just tell you what I see. And I'm recording. I'm recording. It's 45 minutes of recording, so that's good. Uh, Games played. Let's go. Um, Probably one of the... Best Halo days ever. Hell yeah. <laughs> it was me and Brant. And Cesar. And Cesar. Cesar, were you there? Monday? Yeah, he was there. Did you leave us? No. Brant, when did we play that I got the triple kill? Monday. He was there, dude. My brain is fried. It has been a long week. I apologize. It's been a very long week. Uh yes, that's right. We had the back to back to back to back comeback yeah. wins. Yeah, we... Cesar, you were there. Cesar, I apologize. You made an impact. I just did not. My brain. <laughs> I did promise not... you, my brain is scrambled. It did not affect my uh my ability to enjoy life. You forgetting me being there. So I... Okay, good, good. Yeah. That was a momentary lapse. Uh, we had some okay rounds starting off no, our the, hour. The first thing is like the the first game that we had, we got trounced. <laughs> We weren't even competitive. And and we just yeah, we got we got trounced. It wasn't even close. And then I think we played one land grab where they ran us and it was like seventeen or seven to eleven at the end. Yeah. And you could tell by the by the end it was it seemed like they almost like let us get a couple to kind of drag it out. Yeah, that was they, when I was like, okay, they're just gonna yeah. they're just gonna get off the hills and let us and try to kill us a couple times. But the majority of those games, it was it was a decent back and forth, and then we just started losing, and then all of a sudden we came back with a vengeance. Yep. 
So it would start off like back and forth. Maybe we're both even at 20 kills or whatever the equivalent of that is in like land grab and stuff like that. And then we would fall behind by like 10 or 15. And I know at one point, I think it was the first one we came back on. I was like, guys, we're down 10 kills. Just let's just go for it. And then guys, we're down 10. We're down 10. I would update us as we're spawning. And then it's we're down seven. And we came back on that one. And I have no (laughs) clue how. I need to save that one in the theater, like bookmark it. Like, how did we yeah. come back? And then the next map, we did the exact same thing. Yeah. We came back. We, we did it like business. Five, four or five matches back to back oh, to back. That that was so much fun. And then the last match on Behemoth. The last match was the one I got the, uh, I, and I will post this on our, our no podcast, Twitch account, this video will be going up on there. But uh, at the very end, we're down we're down three and they're up or we're down four and somebody else got another kill. So I think when I ran up that ramp, it was 48, 46, we were losing 48, 46. Mm-hmm. So someone Brant and I are on behemoth by there's two ramps on opposite sides that usually have like a sniper or yeah, a power like a weapon overlook yeah. at the top of each one looking down to the next tower. So I'm over there by that. And Brant and I are duking it out with somebody down in the, like the bottom of one of the bases there's like a left to right base that's actually a really good map i mm. really really like that map it's up there on the halo infinite maps up there with catalyst one of the new ones i think yeah. that map is top tier also and i think that's one of the ones we played on on one of these yeah um oh wow and so we're down by two and they throw that i don't know what it is it's like the grenade that just spreads out or something uh, we call it the blue shit, <laughs> blue shit, blue shit. Like when it's on us, you just got to get away because it's tagging you the whole time. It's causing damage and dropping your shield and everything. So if you get any other shots, it's going to get you. And um, so Brant and I are like to the left side of one of these ramps and the blue shit comes at us. And I'm like, oh, shit, I just run around the corner and I go up the ramp and I'm beeping like hell, like I have no shield. I think Brent, you have no shield because when I'm uh, yeah, looking at, I'm you, doing the same. I'm yeah, crouched I'm at, at the entrance, just like yep. ready to to fire and melee. And I think that mode is. I think we're just doing. We're uh, just doing team slayer. Team slayer. Yeah. So we have BRs. So I go to swap my secondary weapon with the skewer because that's what spawned at the top, and I have there's nothing there. So I'm like, all right, I'll pick up the skewer. I'm not good with this thing. So I come back down the ramp and I'm I'm over Brant's shoulder because I figured they're gonna chase us up and try to throw grenades and everything else in that fucking ramp. So I'm I'm looking down the over Brant's shoulder at the skewer with the skewer and I see nobody. So I turn around and go back up the other way. And Cesar has just died in that bottom left part of that base, and I see who killed him. So I take a shot with the skewer. I knock him out and he's dead. I back up some, I reload. I go back up and I'm looking right and I look left. I'm back in that same spot. I drop somebody else. I back up. I reload <laughs> and I sneak back up to the top and somebody else is in that same spot. <laughs> I drop them. And it was a triple kill with that skewer to end the game. And man, I jumped up just like <laughs> Cesar, just like when we won uh, apex a couple weeks ago, I jumped mm-hmm. up I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then man, that just topped off. And we had had, that was my personal moment, but we had had back to back to back comeback wins that were just these epic like this is why you play halo it's this crazy momentum shifting thing that can happen out of nowhere when you're not getting like the desync issues and the stupid lag and all the crazy crap that can happen with halo infinite it was just so much fun 
that was a blast. And just when I feel like giving up the game, like we bitch about big team battle and all the garbage that happens there, this 4v4, and I think Cesar mentioned it last week when I was listening to the Nipple Suit Batman episode. Listen to episode 219 if you haven't. It's quite good. We have a good time the entire episode, like we usually do, but this one was especially fun. And um, Cesar was mentioning the 4v4 is usually pretty solid, especially on those small contained maps. You get on those big maps with big team battle, and the bullshit commences, and you just... It's like, really? How is this happening? But that was uh, Halo Infinite. Did you guys want to touch on anything on our play on Monday? No, I think you covered it, man. I have Those back-to-back-to-back comebacks were just legendary. Play. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I have fun with y'all regardless. Even if we suck and we lose everyone, I still have fun with y'all. So just keep that in mind, as I'm bitching. Yeah, we try to, right? Oh, yeah. We always do. Uh, I fired up Klonoa on PS5. Um, that's an awesome game. I think I beat two more levels. I'm on the third act. So uh, I talked in previous episodes about the mechanics of like grabbing the enemies and jumping and all that. And I've, I've mastered that. It's such a smooth mechanic. Um, what is the term like easy to grasp, hard to master or something like that? It's, it's so approachable, especially with this new mode has like an easy mode and normal mode. Um, it's so pick up and play and you can learn those mechanics and, <laughs> As I mentioned before, I played that opening section on Switch, uh, Cesar Steam Deck, PS5. Like I played it on just about everything you can play it on. So I learned those the the core Klonoic mechanic that makes that that type of game. But it's just so much fun, like learning the paths. It's a 2D, 3D game, but there's different planes you can jump on to move Klonoa across. You know, there's some diamonds and stuff that you'll see that you're not quite sure how to get there, and it might just be a door that you have to go through that switches you on another plane. Or you jump a certain way, and then all of a sudden you're going um, east to west instead of north to south, like, linearly. And it's just, it's awesome. The game has so much charm, and it's beautiful, and it plays so smooth. And this is how, like, remaster collections should be done. This is this is one of the gold standards, as far as I'm concerned, as far as um, remasters and collections should go. They, I think they did a wonderful job. And as we've noted, this is not quite the PS1 version. This is not quite the Wii version. It's based off the Wii one, but it's like it's been brought up to par with the PS2 game, like an upscaled modern uh, port of a PS2 game. But it was a whole lot of fun. Uh, On Cesar's recommendation, I downloaded Hot Wheels Unleashed. Is that the subtitle? Is it Unleashed? I don't know. I keep wanting to say leading the way every time. (laughs) Hot Wheels, lead the way. Uh, there's a game trial, as Cesar said, on PS5, and I've never done a game trial game. So uh, he sent this to us last week, and I know uh, Brant and I both downloaded it. And so I fired up, and I met with this timer. It's like, you have two hours to play this game trial. And I'm like, okay, let's see how this calculates. And the next time I exited and went back in the game, this is indicative of how this game plays. It says I have 39 minutes left of my trial. So <laughs> I played a lot more of that game than I thought I would. Uh, I'm just going to echo some of the things Cesar said uh, last week. If you like Ridge Racer, this is up your alley. It has the same drifting, boosting, sliding mechanic, and it will only take you maybe three races to master that that sliding and boosting mechanic, and it is so satisfying. And again, uh, the PS5, the DualSense controller, really shines in this in this 
application, I believe, because of the way that boost feels. When you get that slide right and you get that drift right and you hit that boost, the controller feels awesome. It's just the the haptic feedback that it gives you. It's incredible. Um, the map moves around like uh, like Ninja Turtles almost, like Cesar mentioned. Mm-hmm. And there's different ways that you can unlock stuff. The upgradable stuff is the Halo dopamine. I told you it's the same fucking thing, <laughs> It's <right>? awesome. <laughs> level one, <laughs> level two, level three. You see what you're going for. Yeah. And there's unlockables and everything. And they get you, man, they get you on the blind boxes. And to me, it is way better than Halo's implementation. Because how exciting is a new visor for your Spartan on Halo? Not that great. It's a visor. Or it's a shoulder pad. It's not that big of a deal, right? Because you never see them after the intro. But a fucking car? A new Hot Wheel that you unlock? (laughs) That is the ultimate, like, dopamine unlockable. It's a gotcha game for Hot Wheels. It gets no better than that for people of our generation. That's the way to go. And uh, I'm unlocking stuff. I haven't really upgraded a car yet, but I'm literally picking my path out to figure out where the blind boxes are. So immediately south, Brant, did you try this out yet? I haven't. I haven't gone into it yet. So here's a hint. Immediately south from that initial map thing, when you start to go south of there, is your expansion packs right off the rip. It's, It's Batman. It's... What is it, Cesar? Jurassic Park? Or uh, it's Batman, Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes. And the one in the middle reminds me of like uh, Forza 3. It's like the winter t- tundra, like a winter land or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And each one of those is an expansion pack, so it's like $15 or something. But I think they're still included with uh, the the pass that Cesar got for $26, which I'm now considering. It's a good deal, man. Just getting... to get the expansions on there, I said, fuck it. Yeah. Man. I was like, and you get the full game. And another thing that they do well, Cesar, because the menu, the menus will give you, will take you about a minute or two to figure out how that progression and the World Cup or the World Mode and all that kind of stuff works. But then, um, damn, where was I getting to? The progression as you're looking at it, you've got blind boxes, you've got uh, money that it'll give you, you've got skins for the basement thing that it'll go. I was going through the menu. There was something important I was going to touch on in the menu. Oh, another thing they do in the races, no matter what race you pick, it could be the first race you pick, Brant, you'll be up against the cars that you can purchase. So you'll be up against like the Jurassic Park pack and the Batman mm. pack. Like those cars are in there and you can see them. They do a good job. I'm look, I'm racing these Hot Wheels and I'm like bumping up against them. I'm like, damn, I'd like that car. That'll be nice. <laughs> or like the Penguin car or... The Roadrunner cars, all the Roadrunner yeah, cars. Like, oh, Jurassic shit. Jurassic Park, looks- uh, Back to the Future. Yeah. Snoopy. One of them had, like, that, like Snoopy on the, on the, on his house. And it's like this. It was. It was yeah, the Snoopy. They got a lot yeah. of licensing on there. So the Ninja Turtles, last last week when I asked you, I was like, is it the Ninja Turtles van? No, each turtle's represented as a car. So it was like a mm-hmm. Raphael car. It's a Michelangelo car. And they're all, they're all really well done. And, like, I recognize some of these Hot Wheels. They're classic Hot Wheels that you'll you will have known or grown up with or raced down the orange tracks with and stuff. This is a, this is, I don't know if it's a sleeper hit cause it's still, it's still pretty popular, but it's definitely one that didn't cross our radar until Cesar brought it, brought it home. But this is a great example of that PlayStation plus uh, tier of game trials, which is what the premium you have to have the top tier to do it. Top yeah. tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think we all have that one. So, this is an easy recommendation. And those two hours vanished. They disappeared 
as I'm advancing across the board, almost like um, almost like the sphere grid in Final Fantasy X. Like you keep moving mm. up in these different areas, and they give you a choice. Like you can tell what's at the next stop. Do I want to go up and get uh, 50 gold, or do I want to go left and get another blind box car? Do I want to go right and get a new wallpaper for my basement? Um, they've done a good job with this game. Good game, man. It's it, a good game. It, it has some trappings, but they do allow. I would I would hammer them on this, right? But as Cesar mentioned last week, uh, you can get around those trappings. You can get the season pass if you if this is going to be your jam. You don't have to buy the piecemeal bits of that, or you can buy the ones that interest you. You can go the Batman route and never touch the Looney Tunes and still have tons of things to unlock that you never have to get to that point. So I, this is one I actually want to play multiplayer. I want to see how we all do yeah. and just have a good time with it and stream and, and laugh and cut up. Cause there's, there's all kinds of zany shit that happens. I'll be, I'll be losing. I'll be in 10th place on through two laps. I come back and win the third lap by yeah. like 50 paces. Like there's no cars behind me. By yeah, the time there, I win. Times when I did a race and I hit like uh, one of the cones and I just shot straight up in the air. I, I've recorded some weird <laughs> stuff and I was like, great. And I was like, because you got the whole triangle when you're off the track to reset. And to re, like all, to re, respawn. Like, it literally yeah. says respawn. Yeah. So that's our, those, uh, those speed things, like the, the they're not cones, but they're the um, gates almost. When you hit one of those gates, it stops all your momentum. It destroys you. Yeah. I'm like, I'll hit one of those gates and I'm like, there's nobody on my map. And I'll hit a gate and I'm like, I'm ruined. And they just go flying past me. Or the the bullshit giant spider who throws the spider webs. I just I'm oh like, yeah, I and you I get just, caught I in dodge it. it, and they just like right on me. And I'm like great, gone. You're in first. There's nobody on your map. You're in first place. You get hit by that spider web. Nineteen people are passing you. <laughs> it's fun. It's got a great. It's got a great sense of speed. It's the best of Forza. It's the best of Ridge Racer. It's the best of. F zero, I, I think with like oh, there's some F zero stuff. In yeah, there. it's yeah, F zero. Yeah. This is a good ass game. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm getting that full digital package. It's it's fun, Brent. Definitely try that trial and, and see yeah. what you think. Yeah. Uh, did I mess with anything else? I tried Shredders on. I have two Shredders game for Xbox. I have Shredders Revenge and I have Shredders the snowboarding game. And I played this for about 10 minutes. I played the first couple tutorial levels and it was, it was solid. It's a game pass title. It was solid, but it was not like, I think I'd play 1080 or cool borders or something like that before I'd really go back to this yeah. one. Maybe I'll give this, it had very annoying cutscenes in between the tutorial levels, which consisted of like, uh, you know, fly in between or snowboard in between these flags. So you had to do the whole snowboarding thing where you're going in between red blue red blue and then the next one was hit all these flags so there's different spots on the course where there's 10 flags and you got to hit all of them but there were some weird i watched one of them and i was like this doesn't add anything to this game and i skipped every single one after that but the two snowboarding people are on the course like talking to each other and you're almost like why is this even a story they're just they're taunting each other and they're going down they're like we're gonna hit the slopes and it's just it's bizarre <laughs> So I skipped those. So I don't know if that if that ends up being a like a heartwarming bit or something people get attached to these characters. But the first one was just so stupid. I was like, I don't need this. Imagine 1080 snowboarding on 64 
where the two characters talk to each other in between the time trials and stuff. It's like, is this necessary? They're saying nothing of interest. One of the characters' name was Scotty, and I, was like, I tapped out on that. I, was like, I think I'm done with this. That's Wait, that, sounds, that sounds indicative of the early 2000s, man. So. Yeah. yeah, it's and it's snowboarding physics are kind of dicey. It's, I mean, I, I had I fun with it for what it was. Funny with Scotty was what a uh, Euro trip. Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> Scotty doesn't know. The whole song oh. about talking about him sleeping with his girlfriend. <laughs> oh, God bless Euro trip. Um, it's a, I don't want to label things as we fall further and further into these subscription plans and what values. And I think Brent's going to speak on a, a PlayStation plus essentials title, but not essentials premium and extra title. But I don't, I don't want to say this values this plan or doesn't value this plan, but I am grateful that I was able to leverage my subscription service to try out this game at no additional cost to me and not potentially be out whatever amount of money that was uh, involved in purchasing the full retail SKU. Or I think back to the old days, if this was the game that I had, I looked at all the screenshots, bless you. I looked at all the screenshots for in the magazines for months and months and months. And it was finally in stock at Blockbuster and I went and got it. And then I was stuck with it for three days, <laughs> which I'm sure I would have found a way to enjoy it. But this was not one I would have been happy for my three day $6 rental or whatever it was back in, back in the day at Blockbuster. But I might, I'm it's downloaded. It's not a big install. So I may go back to it and just see what the next couple things, see if they add any more elements that are just like, Whoa, okay. I was wrong last week. This is an SSX game. You guys download Shredders. It's good stuff. <laughs> but uh, I'll keep you posted about that. But that's that's what I played this week. Shredders, Halo Infinite, Klonoa, and Hot Wheels. Unleashed? Is it Unleashed? Or is that a PS2 game? I think it's Unleashed. How do we not know this? The Hot Wheels game that came out for everything last October <laughs> or November that Cesar recommended last weekend. Because it's really good. I just, I just hear lean Unleashed. Way, Unleashed, I thought it was. Leading the way. I don't I'm know with, why it isn't go with that. Brent, I'm with Cesar on this one. Like, we all like to have physical copies of stuff, but this is, it's, I think it's like 15 or 20 right now. Yeah, it's $14.99 or something. Um, it's got a, you have a patch right off the rip, or I downloaded the right patch immediately off the PlayStation Plus. That'd be cool if they're, we need to look and see if those are the immediate, like the most recent versions. But there's so much like it's a it's a game it's a service game. It'd be like downloading or it'd be like buying a PUBG disc or a Halo Infinite disc or a Fortnite disc. It's mm-hmm. uh, until like I would definitely support on this note. I would definitely support like a game of the year edition that came with a bunch of this shit. But uh, right now the disc I would say is pretty useless. It's it's definitely a trial game and then a digital purchase until until well down the road. But it is very very solid and the haptic feedback I think sways it to ps5 it feels good like you feel like it's a, a different racing game just because it's on ps5 yeah the triggers and everything yeah because it gives yeah. you that pushback when you're giving the yep. gas and brake yep and you know when you mess up like you don't hit the boost the controller tells you it's like <laughs> and yeah, it's it only it's out yeah. break. i knew it's on dual sense way it's like <laughs> you fucked that up but you feel it through the controllers <laughs> yeah it doesn't even have to tell you it's like fuck that up you missed that one <laughs> try again next time buddy those are my games played. All right. For me, it's been 
know. Like I said, I haven't done much this week outside. I did finish Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. Um, Hell yeah. How was the ending? It's pretty good, man. Ending's uh, nice. It's got a little awesome. uh, twist in it that I know Brand knows about, but I'll leave yeah. it at that. And you get to play that, it. So. Yeah, that cool. ending, the the ending, the hell of fight ending. and everything is is it's good. It's so I've been, good. I've been threatening to pick this one back up on easy and just get through the story because the story's worth it, right? Very yes, very much. Yeah. So. It's it starts out slow as a slow burn, but like it gets going. So I mean, I think I played, played those easy. I'm, yeah. yeah, I played those first like three or four hours, and I loved it. I loved the ship and the cast and all that. I think it was like a uh, honorable mention games of the year a couple of years ago. Yeah, outside of this, I mean, the only issues like there's a lot of bad tracking in that game, so they only give you like seven worlds, and then a lot of it's like you get to this part and you got to come back when you unlock another power and finish exploring it again. So if you're a completionist, it can be a pain, uh, but if you're playing for the story, it'd be fine. Um, right. There's no hindrance that's going to stop you. Uh, the, I think the final boss battle is probably the, the hardest battle in the game. So um, it took me a while. I played on normal. I, I think it took me like 20, 30 minutes. There's a lot of parrying and blocking. And Ooh, shit. Um, you have yeah, to be dude, a pure master a of the mechanics. That dude's yeah, a bitch. Yeah. No, he's just, just the they made him hard. You know, yeah, he's the end boss. The final, bo- the final boss battle is, it, boss battle is, is it's rough. Damn. Um, outside of that, I, I started picking up a game called uh, Yudokiru um, on PS5. I think it's on PS5, PS4, on Switch. It may even be on Xbox. I can't know if it is or isn't. Yeah, I gotta look it up later. But it's BOX. It's a visual novel with the shoot 'em up. Never played anything like this before. What is this called? Yudokiru. Uh, I think it's called Yudu Kill or something like that in America. Yudu Cutie. Um, and it starts out like uh, I'm mostly in the visual novel part. I haven't gotten into the shoot 'em up stuff yet. So like when I started the game, it it, it kind of like gives you an idea how the shoot 'em up part is. So it's like it takes you to a stage where you're in a plane and you start doing the typical shoot 'em up stuff. You mm-hmm. bullets getting the power ups and then you have the bombs, right? Uh, once it, it's like the the palette, like just the baseline for the game. So after that, you start up the game and it takes you to like the visual novel part. So like uh, you're kidnapped and you're taken on this uh, boat and you're a prisoner um, that, uh, that's serving a 999 year life sentence. Um, as one does. As one always does. Yes. And so you are surrounded in this room with other prisoners and you're taken to like this dedicated island. It's like an amusement park. And it's called Yurikita, like Yurikita land. land. And so part of the deal is if you is a competition and this lady comes out and explains everything. She's wearing a kitsune mask, like a fox mask. And uh, she's like, all right, so if you win and everybody else dies, they will overturn your conviction. And all, all five prisoners there have are doing jail time. Um, and they're selling like a game show. It's weird because like every time they introduce them, it's like playing these wonky music and everything. It's it's interesting. It's pretty, it's pretty funny. I don't know who the fuck's watching any of this <laughs> stuff. I don't know. Who's it's weird. So e- each prisoner has a what they call an executioner, who is somebody who has not committed a crime, and that are all you're told is there to fulfill a wish. So if they win, they get their wish, and if you and you win, you get acquitted of your crime. And so you wear this collar around your neck that has a poison needle in there, and the executioner has a button they can push it and kill you. And so anytime that they feel like they're threatened, they can kill you at any point. Uh, oh. So 
like they introduce a team and like each is each one has varying crimes. So like there's some that's for there for murder, some there for robbery, some there. I think there's one for being a peeping Tom that was has like a two month sentence. I was like, I don't know why this person's there, but he claims that he's a detective called. Uh, it's only two months for a peeping Tom. Yeah. Alan okay. Poe something. Alan Poe, Alan Poe, a He's like a detective or something like that. And so like they're all like paired up with like these people that they seem to be familiar with. So like you play this guy called Sengoku. Uh, and he's the one I told you that serving that license because he killed like 21 people. And he says he's been framed like uh, one does. um, (laughs) Maybe for one or two. I don't know about 21. Okay, Deshaun Watson (laughs) of the murderers. (laughs) So his executioner is called uh, 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 Lena. uh, And she's 17 years old. He's 29. He's been in jail for 10 years already. Um, I see where this is going. So like the... They seem like they interact with each other at some point. They cross in their lives at some point because you, you as I go through this first stage, like you go around this train track and they take you to like the the platform. I haven't gotten into the shoot 'em up stuff yet. I'm still in the visual novel part. And there's like a it's called the firehouse, and that's where I'm at right now. So it's like as you go through, she's freaked out by it and he he's oblivious of it. And as you go through, it kind of like recounts some stuff that it, it pertains to her, to that building. And then it's some stuff that pertains to him. And so apparently that building is a representation of the 21 people he killed, which he has no record of because he's like an Amazon delivery driver. <laughs> and so he he was asleep at the wheel. And then they, when they busted his van, there was like bottles of gunpowder everywhere. And so they pinned like the explosion at the building to him. And he doesn't know how he's like, I was sleeping. I don't know what the hell happened. So it was like, uh, I think somebody had given him an energy drink and he pat, he got sleepy afterwards and. All of, it, all of a sudden, he was being framed for killing 21 people from the bomb explosion. Damn. So as you go through it, it seems like they haven't said anything with her yet, but it seems like she might have been one of the survivors in that building. So that's why she's kind of like doubting him and saying that he did it. And he's like, he's like, somebody had passed a letter and, and when they were originally on that boat that says like, hey, I know you didn't do it. I was the one that killed them all. Uh, you know, like now he's trying to figure out which one of those other prisoners might be the actual killer. So... All that's going on right now. So, like, I'm, I'm going through, like, this escape room in that housing thing where it's, like, I have to find stuff that pertains to what happened that day as you break down and go through it and try to figure out what's going on. So, um, and there's a couple times where she almost killed him because, like, she, I, you could tell that I think she was part of that building. She hasn't said anything yet, but she does not like him. So, and she doesn't believe him, even though he's saying that he did not kill those people. He's oblivious. He's like, he doesn't recognize any of that stuff. It's like, he's like, I don't remember any of this. So he's like, he doesn't know what's going on. And, you know, that pisses off somebody more when you think they did something, you know? So, right, right. Yeah. So there's that whole mechanic on there. So, because uh, he's like, he, he doesn't know why she would be affected because if it, when it happened, she would have been like, it happened 10 years ago, she would have been like seven. So he doesn't recognize her. But I, I got a feeling based off of what she been interacting with him that she was part of it. And she's basically lived her life like stuck in a room. Because I guess maybe a fear or something like that. You haven't gotten details about it. She's like, she never, she doesn't have any friends. She never leaves a room or something like that. It's just a lot of stuff she kind of blames that her aspects of life on something that happened. So I'm assuming that's what it pertains to. I do the same. So, yeah. So I'm only like halfway through that first part. I, I'm assuming at some point I'll do the shoot 'em up stuff. I don't know. I haven't gotten that far. This visual novel stuff, I think it's the first three hours is just me going through like the story bit. So, but I've never played pl- a game like this where it's a. You haven't novel. played any of the shoot 'em up stuff? Hmm. I want to see how that is. But it, when I play, it, it does like a baseline shoot 'em up in the very beginning, and it plays like a very good shoot 'em up. It's, it's the company did has done shoot 'em up games, and there's a score attack mode where you just go into the shoot 'em up stuff. So you can do the story mode, and there's a score a score attack where you just go straight into that 
Play yeah. Stage. Just do that part. Mm-hmm. If that's your your bag. Arcade. Yeah, so you know, uh, like I said, I'm going through it right now. So uh, that, that's pretty much it for me this week. Uh, outside of uh, trying to get caught up on Bleach, so that's it. <laughs> I'm almost done. Brand, brand out there. Man, fuck Bleach, man. Jesus Christ. What? It's like a, literally, and this is my rant on, on anime, and I'm going to do it right now. That whole uh, Wicomundo arc, there was like three different parts where they drop off and just did fillers for like 40 episodes. I yeah, was like, that's... what is happening here? It's the... one arc. How do you have 40? Like, it just goes off somewhere else for 40 episodes and then it comes back. Yep. I know. Uh, and you wonder why they, they never finished the anime. It's like, I got tired of that bullshit. I'm not even doing the... the Did they ever leave the Soul Society? Oh, yeah. I know. Wakamundo was good. It's just the the pacing is killed by those damn fillers. Yeah. And it don't it doesn't make sense. Like they they're all of a sudden back in town again. I'm like, what the? I mean, they're, they're it doesn't make sense. I, I was like, how does this even happen? I know. I remember there was one point where yeah, it's literally there's a bunch of filler. They come back and you watch like three or four episodes, and then it's more fucking filler. Yeah. The whole like <laughs> the whole new cast. Remember you're, you're fighting. It's like he he beat Grimjaw. Then they went yeah. to a whole thing back in Soul Society with the new captain, and then they went yep. back to it right after Grimjaw, and it's like 40 episodes, 40 weeks Soul of Society, fillers. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm about to go to the next filler part where they just got to the, the fake uh, Katakuta town, and they're about to go into, I looked it up online, it's about another 40 episodes of fillers. I'm skipping fillers, yep. it's been enjoyable. Oh, yeah. That, that's Soul what Society did. was filler. No, it wasn't. Oh, yes, my gosh. Was. Yes, it was. It was you missed. You missed some of the most awesome characters, sir. So let's take let's take this badass premise and, like, let's say The Witcher. The Witcher's taking on these contracts. The monsters might be monsters. The monsters might be men. We don't know. We'll find out through all these contracts. You had the premise to do this unlimited. You did, like, two, and then you went, let's say you sent The Witcher to the moon. And then you got involved in some <laughs> politics on the moon, and you did not care about that premise anymore. That's me and Bleach. The Soul Society stuff is trash. It's Ugh. garbage. I did not care. I wanted unlimited stories of uh, Ichigo being the Soul Reaper and putting these souls to rest and stuff like that. It was limitless material. Yeah. You, you could have told all these stories. And then you went to the fucking moon and got involved in that politics. Not I mean, it, it gets weird. I mean, it gets it, it gets good because I mean, you, then you go into the whole thing about you know his dad being a, a former captain. He he was a Shinigami, and that's how he got his powers. And then sure, you know, to care. his mom was a give me those stories, give me those unlimited stories of the Shinigami. Yeah, his mom, him, his mom was a Quincy, and then he got his advisor, uh, his hollow powers from her. And so, I'm know, not like, knocking, I'm not knocking what you guys enjoy, but you can get my argument, right? Like this was the perfect material for him to take down know. all these spirits and stuff. It, oh, was, it was so awesome. Different but strokes for different it. folks, I guess. It just would have been a, di- yeah, it just would have been a short series at that point. But, yeah. yeah. No, because you had it would have been a one off. Stories. One off what? It would have had a, all these spirits. It would have been a anime. It just would have been a thousand episodes like Case Closed, and it just it gets boring after that. It's a thousand episodes of the same bullshit. So. With no character growth. They just throw it. Like, case closed, the whole point with Detective Conan is like, oh, they found another girl that tried to kill him at some point, and they made her a child, too. Now, both of you are both childs against your will, and now you still saw more murders. That's all they so did. There, there was already they evidence the dynamic. Of, yeah, of that type boring. of thing. It's it, a thousand it, episodes it, of that. 
it, it makes it kind of uh, saddens me, Richard, that you'll you'll never know the joy of uh, Bankai or uh, Simbo and Zakia or but like all this good shit, dude. I got Bankai in uh, the DS game. Get out of here! I know what that, <laughs> I know what that is. But legit, I I've always been a I've never been a big Inuway fan. I, she's really grown on me when I go on this now. Yeah, Inuway yeah. is really good. And that whole that whole love confession she gave to like Ichigo is probably one of the best love confessions I've ever seen. Yeah. On, on most medium mediums. So I was like, it's done very well. That whole bit where what was it? She she had five different lives. She would be born in five different towns, eat five different things every day, work mm-hmm. five different jobs, but she would still fall in love with the same person five different times, the five same times. You know, like the whole confession thing was top notch. That's a pretty and good quote. The, the whole the whole arc with the the espadas and and all oh it's so good the music's good too man with the spanish Ooh, flavor it's nice it's so yeah. good yeah espadas you had made espadas yeah. yeah it the the creator he he likes to do this thing where you can tell he must have he knows what he wants to use and he'll just like throw it in google translate and use some sp- some spanish words and throw that together for some stuff, but it it winds up working pretty dang good. The only so thing I don't what's understand his other, what's his other series? I started collecting his other series at some point. It was before Bleach, I think. Yeah, one on there. Zombie Powder. I think so. He, he did a short one, and then he did Burn the Witch, and then he's still doing yeah. another Burn the Witch. But uh, I don't know. He's weird sometimes because he did that whole bit where Renji was trying to get that whole information from Yudahara. Remember, I got something to ask him, and he asked him to do like do these chores and train uh. Uh, Sato, and they never went back to and it. And then never, yeah, never said. I was like, "What the it. fuck happened?" I looked online. It's like, yeah, he never addressed it. He forgot about it. Probably. I was like, "Really?" He forgot like, about <laughs> it. <laughs> we're all tied yeah, up. We're bit. We're like, Randy stayed there. He's like, "I got to get the answers for this question." And looked we at you know. Never. They yeah. never said what it was about. Nope. Never. I would drive. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> they said that. Apparently, that's a Kubo thing. It was like, that's that's something he does a lot of. So apparently, you take Kubo. Yeah. I don't uh, know. It's not, it's not like it's not like Oda, man, because like oh. it's the one thing I enjoy about One Piece, man. There's shit that they introduced like the first two episodes and they're still answering questions like a thousand episodes later, man. That world he, building in that series is crazy. He, he subscribes to uh, Chekhov's gun. If he if he mentions it, that shit comes back up. Yeah, it's yeah. relevant. I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm, I love me some, uh, you know, I love me trails in the sky. So I love me some world building, man. One Piece is probably one of the one of the best animes I've ever seen. I'll watch it all again. The world building in that anime is, is fucking ridiculous. It's like it's how it all connects and goes back to, and it's like, oh shit, you see something like, oh God. And I, I saw somebody just pop up in the manga. It's like, I thought he was gone for like the last three years and he's still doing shit in the background. I'm like, oh God, you know, like it's, it's done very well, man. One piece is top notch world building. All right. That's it. Uh, I guess, uh, besides, aside from halo, uh, with you gentlemen, I took the rest of the Monday, and it just so happened to be August 8th, which uh, just lined up to be International Cat Day. Uh, so, so I just said, all right, well, I guess that's a sign I need to go finish Stray. So kind of put everything else aside and went and uh, and finished my, my Stray gameplay. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to watch, it is up on our YouTube. Um, it was a good stream. I watched it. It was a pretty, pretty damn good stream. Um, 
<laughs> I had I had a glitch at one point because of course you can go and lay down as the cat in certain points, and I had one part where like the cat walked up to this pillow to lay on it. And instead of actually doing the lay down animation, he was like stuck in a walk cycle. So it looked like he was walking on a treadmill for a second. Just like he just kept walking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that, that cat is funny. so awesomely animated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I found that you can uh, while because you can get in these buckets and it, you know, the bucket will travel, you know, down or like uh, like down a little uh zip line vertically or it'll go straight down uh and while the cat's in the bucket you can actually spin the stick and have the cat just like spinning in the bucket really quick when's the part we talk about uh, the silver spoon <laughs> no the cat's not in the cradle no 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 definitely not um but again i i actually i really highly recommend this game richard i know you like were there and you you would like peek over and and stuff but i know you weren't trying you were trying not to pick up on those story bits so i know in, you in the middle thought, of your stream my kids got off the bus and they came home and they were like what is this you play as a cat dad i want to play <laughs> <laughs> hey it's a short game yeah, uh you there was the roots and storm right turn it up turn it <laughs> up i was like no we're doing this to support brant and the stream we're not listening we're not watching this weekend, we have it on. Have to, yeah. This weekend, you got to give them the cat game. We'll give it a shot. Um, yes, this weekend is probably it. a good weekend to do it. They'll love it. Um, <laughs> there was of cat course game. some damn um Skyrim reference in this game as you That's talk to a robot, <laughs> and I forget exactly what he says. It was about, something about a screwdriver. I once had well, a he, screwdriver. <laughs> I forget what he said, something about, you know, he used to do this and that. And then, you know, I had a, took a screwdriver to the knee and I'm like, oh, my God, why? <laughs> um, but that's that's funny. There's 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 some cool little references and things in this game. This is this is a very good game. I'm so glad that um, like you were talking about earlier, I'm glad that, you know, I, I bought into the subscription and through the. um the PlayStation, um, I th- I want to say you it had to be premium. I get maybe it could have been premium and extra. I think it was extra for some reason, but y'all talked me into premium, so that's... no, it, it I think it was premium because that's premium. how we talked you into it. Yeah, okay, that's how we talked you into it because that was how you that that's how you got stray. I mean, with, I with I wanted it for the classic games too, and they yeah. since I did that, they've been doing nothing but adding classic PS One and oh, PSP no. games ever since then. So I'm so happy I made that decision. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping we get something by next month about that. Somebody, yeah, did you read that article? Somebody put an article on there where they're talking about where they thinking that the that fucking pal bullshit threw them off. Probably. And that they had they're going back and having to redo it. I volunteer. I'll send you the ROMs. I'll download them. I know where to get them. You just published this. This is the thing. I have the thing. Here, yeah. go ahead. But uh, this day and I, age, come on. I'm I'm so glad that um, this is able to get out to a bunch of people. Uh, I'm happy for the for the indie indie studio that that developed yeah. this. And actually, last week, uh, pre-orders went up for the physical edition. It is, I'm also going to support. Yeah, it is $39.99. Even though I got this game for free and I've I've already played through it, I bought it. I, I pre-ordered it, and I'm 
I'm definitely going to buy it because I enjoyed this game. I believe in uh, supporting them, uh, letting them we, continue the work we, that they're doing. Went for you to say, Brand, you believe in the cards. <laughs> the three of I us do have believe done in that, the cards, sir. We've done that in so, <laughs> with so many titles. Shredder's Revenge, which we loved, we all immediately purchased multiple copies of. Yeah. We've done that with Hopefully a bunch of them. One day. Hopefully, yeah. But we've done that with so many of these titles that we've enjoyed on these services that we supported a physical copy when it was announced. Bloodstain. Yeah. Oh, we hey, that cards. I was about to say you you haven't even you still haven't even played Bloodstained. I was I played a little bit of it and died at the first boss and that was it. <laughs> so oh. I need to back down the difficulty. It's like there's an octopus some, or something. Who played the bubble version? Shit, of yeah, I think so. See, I play. I played the, I played the Switch version, but it was like maybe a year and some change after it had released. So it was actually mucho patches. It had a lot of patches, but it still ran like a Switch game. But it was definitely better than what I was hearing the initial release. And I think the Switch version of that was probably the most broken. So, but yeah. That's it. Uh, Halo with y'all and, and finished finished up Stray. You beat the cat game. I beat the cat game. Did not Brand, beat why any are you of my beat, cats. Why are you beating your cat? Game. I did not beat any of my cats. Games. <laughs> All right, is that it? We got anything to add? Uh, I think that's it. 945, God bless. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Goodbye. See you. Adios. We'll be